I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Yeah, I'm feeling those um, good vibrations. Come on, come on, come on. Do you guys feel, feel it? it? <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted by the terrible call quality. Nobody picked out what terrible quality. I hear it perfectly fine. Maybe it's from your end. Maybe. But if you never mention it, people wouldn't even know. But now they're going to listen to it through the entire episode. So thanks, Harley. Well, we've had it happen in the past where it didn't get recorded. No, and I've heard it in the past where you listen to the episode and can't even tell. Right, Tony? Oh, really? Yeah. Like, if I yeah. can hear you guys fine, then it records fine. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Moving? Yeah. Just do it. Grooving? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You good? All right. Let's start over. Here we go. <laughs> Episode 265 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're going to randomly rant on all things movies. Enter search query here. Go RSS feed. Check this out. Podcast. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And run out the posse. Tony, a.k.a. MCP. What is going on, mi amigos? Dude, it's, uh, it's hot. It's hot like, uh, like Baja out here in Northern California. Like Baja? You, you got a better expression? <laughs> well, you, you, said, you said Spanish, so I was like, all right, I'll go with that. I said Spanish? <laughs> you... <laughs> oh, I spoke Mexican. Go ahead. Yeah, there Mexican. you go. You spoke Mexican. <laughs> Oh, you're trying to relate to in the span. Oh, I got you. All right. All right. Yeah, you yeah. could have said muy caliente. Oh, it's muy caliente. There you go. How caliente is it, Harley? <laughs> <laughs> it's muy caliente. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, Tony, how hot just, is it? I just, in, I just insulted six million Mexicans. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, what's going on? Well, well, I'm uh, I'm chilling out. I'm recording live from Mexico, and uh, everyone heard that, and they're pissed off. No, I uh, yeah, it is pretty. Hot. I'm I'm sunburned actually. My shoulders are all burnt. Went to the pool yesterday and today. Go yeah, right into my nice. weekends real quick. Uh, yeah. Yesterday was uh, Garrett's birthday. You know, my buddy Jeff from work. Um, they had a little pool party, SpongeBob pool party for his birthday. So I was there all day, and um, we forgot the lotion. Uh, so, you know, but, so Mondays and Tuesdays, we'll be watching our neighbors, um, uh, they all work. Um, so we are, we have the kids, like three kids, so we just took them in the pool, it'll be a lot easier. Tomorrow, we'll take them to get air, let them run around, jump, bounce up in there, so that'll be cool. But no, it's just two, two days with pool, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird now that, uh, cruising on, uh, summer break, you have to wake yeah. up early, so it's kind of nice, can sleep in a little bit. And uh, so I was trying to watch Game of Thrones last night, but that shit was not happening. I was doing like the head, head knocking back and forth, just boom, and then watch a little minutes and boom. And I'm and I'm like hard too. I'm like I was head banging. If I would have sped it up, 
I mean, I'm watching. They say, I know my head's, my chin's like my chest. I'm like, bam. I wake up like, oh, oh, what's going on? And I'm like, why am I even bothering trying to? I just was trying to watch Game of Thrones because um, Burns put on Facebook, holy shit, Game of Thrones. So now I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to watch it now, you know? I don't want to miss something. Um, I'm like, oh, great, who died? I got, you know what I mean? I got to watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, Game of Thrones has been on. The last two episodes, pff, phenomenal. Just fuck. I can't believe it's on TV. If they only had a budget, or if it was a movie, god damn, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing. But I mean, it's amazing what they what they're doing right now. But uh, so, and then about, and then in two hours here, um, myself and Amy will be celebrating our eight year anniversary. Woohoo! Very. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's crazy to think that. And then in September it'll be ten years, but it's it's wild just to say eight years. It's it's just crazy. Like, it's funny because like earlier in the week I was at a job where I drove up the street, and that same street was a cul-de-sac. And I don't know if you guys remember, in that cul-de-sac, all the 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 little like commuter cars were taking the people to the wedding up that golf course through that street. So while I was at that street, I was like, hey, look at this. Uh, I took a picture and showed Amy. I look look where I'm at, and she totally remembers. She saw the gazebo and everything. And then I was just sitting there thinking, like, oh, man, I remember when Harley came down for the wedding and everybody was just hanging out here. It's crazy. It's fucking eight years. I can't believe that. It's wild. Wow. So um, that's tomorrow. Our parents are going to watch the kids, and we're, we're just going to go out and get something to eat and watch a movie. So we're trying to debate between Spy and Entourage. We're still trying to figure out either one's a comedy. I, I try to convince her to, you know, you know. <laughs> I try to convince her to go see Mad Max Fury Road, but... She says, why are we going to go watch it when I know you're going to be watching it 30 times at home? And I'm like, that's not true. That's not true. It'll be at least 50 times at home. Come on. To be fair. <clears throat> but, um, uh, yeah, so that's uh, uh, eight years, man. It's crazy. So we'll see if uh, we're, we're going to keep it going because, I mean. Here's to eight more. What's that? Thank you, sir. appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. And, um, yeah, so. Summer, summer's here, so I'll be in the pool. I'll mention, I'll be saying that a lot, so I'm just gonna get used to it now. Awesome. And um, if you guys get hot, well, you can all, you're always welcome, Harley. Mikasa yeah. Sukasa, if you ever come down oh, here, awesome. Yeah, appreciate it. Very. Uh, yeah, so, I'm. Uh, we'll we'll talk one of these days. <laughs> at, the, at, at the end of June, Ky, uh, Kylie, Amy's niece, will be down here, and uh, like I said, we're gonna take a, we're gonna take a trip up north. We're gonna take her to San Fran. And, um, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we'll be up there for a couple, three days maybe, and then come back, and then the following week to Disneyland. So we'll just make, we'll make sure she has a lot of fun while she's down here. But Harley, yeah. do you guys, any of you guys know how much it is for Alcatraz? We're thinking about going to see that while we're down there. No idea. You don't have idea. to Google it. You've never done it? No, I've never gone to, to Alcatraz. Okay. okay. It kind of doesn't interest me. Like, you can see it real clear from shore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small island, uh, and there's nothing there but some cement walls. You know, it's an abandoned prison from the '50s and shit. It's like there's not. It's not like an active man for prison. a history guy like yourself. I thought you'd appreciate it. Well, no, I mean it's I I I'm interested in the history of it, but to like to spend a bunch of money to take a, like a little trolley. Or to the island and then walk around. I don't know. That part just kind of doesn't interest me a whole lot. Thirty bucks. How much? Yeah. Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks a person. Yeah. Mm. Kids, child kids is... under ten fly free kind of thing. You know. Well, child day tour, twenty bucks. Damn. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, maybe we'll just look at it from far away. <laughs> so, get out the binoculars. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, you can find like Groupon stuff that might get it cheaper, but oh yeah, that's, that's true. Around, that's maybe get them on base or something. Yeah, or something. I'm sure there's there's because I just went directly to the site. You know, no no coupon, no sale, no nothing. Just check out. Went to the site for tickets. Well, we look forward to hearing your. Uh, Maybe uh, we'll have a Lucas. free coupon day. Yeah. So, um, what's that, Harley? I, uh, you literally just disappear. <laughs> oh. That's funny. When you were talking, you went bad. So, um, yeah. that was my weekend. How was your guys' weekend? Uh, mine was chill. Me and Chris hung out here at the house. Uh, the girls were at their mom's house. Um, they're both Mazzy and on are here, so that's good. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, we're happy about that. So, um, Jamie has to move. Oh, boy. So, yeah, so, um, for the next month or so, at least, um, Anna should be staying here during the week, so that's cool. So, um, we plan on, uh, taking them out to the, on the boat here, to, not tomorrow, but Wednesday. But me and Chris took the boat out on, uh, Saturday or Sunday? Saturday? I don't Saturday. remember. Sunday, she said. So Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Yeah. So um, that was really nice. That it was just cruising around on the boat. Just me and her. It's real chill and laid back. So yeah. Um, we don't break out all the inner tubes and you know skis and shit like that. So what so. do you guys do on the boat this whole time? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was it was kind of funny because last week I went for a motorcycle ride with some buddies, and uh, one of the guys has a boat and he hangs out at the lake a lot, and uh, and we were talking about like the pros and the cons to going to Shasta Lake as opposed to the smaller lake in McLeod, and he goes, well, the problem is Shasta Lake's a bigger lake. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, the thing I hate about Shasta Lake is I always get hassled by the sheriffs. So on the lake, there's police officers floating around them metal boats and um and they can board your boat and they can make sure that you have all the things you need like you need a fire extinguisher on a boat which is kind of weird to me like you're on a fucking boat in the middle of the water and you need a fire extinguisher i don't yeah yeah but uh yeah and you need like you need a life vest for every person on the boat and then you need uh like a throwable life preserver in uh on top of life vests and uh, I think you might need uh paddle some something to paddle the boat with in case the motor dies. Right. Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of weird, like fucking stupid shit you have to have on your boat, right? And mm-hmm. you can't drink and pilot your boat. You can have open containers on the boat, but you can't be drunk and piloting the boat. So there's kind of a weird, like if there was a sober person on the boat then you'd be fine unless the guy actually like saw you piloting the boat and then so i'm not real sure um but we've never been stopped and we've you know been on the the lake 10 times or so and we've never even if we saw a sheriff they were going by we never we've never been hassled right so donnie he's like yeah man every time i go on fucking shasta lake i got a sheriff pulling me over and they're fucking harassing me make sure i got life preservers and make sure i got fire extinguishers and i was like oh that sucks he goes yeah you just gotta be careful when you're out there especially on like busy hot sunny summer days you know when everybody's out boating so i was like all right cool so so a couple days later me and chris go out on the lake and um 
we find this like little cove and we just kill the motor and we just float and we just let the boat kind of like float right up against the shore and the shore is kind of like it's not really like really pristine shoreline it's kind of like rocky and shit but the boat's just kind of floating up against it we're kind of in this little cove right we're just hanging out and we're drinking we're having a good time and all of a sudden i'm sitting there and i'm like that boat is coming right for us <laughs> and and i and she's like really and i was like yeah and then so like wait another 30 seconds and that boat keeps coming and the, he's like you know you're on a lake so you can see off in the distance you know um, but there's nowhere else around us for him to be coming. So I'm like, that boat is headed right for us kind of thing. So sure enough, he gets about a hundred yards off and I'm like, that's a fucking sheriff. And I, and then I just thought fucking Donnie was right, man. We're out here just trying to hang out and now we're going to get fucking hassled by the man. And we're not drunk or anything like that. So I'm not really worried about that, but it's just going to bum our high kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So he pulls up. Sure enough, it's the fucking sheriff. And he goes, uh, you guys all right? And we're like, yeah, we're cool. Yeah, thanks. He goes, oh, I just wanted to make sure that you weren't broke down because you're kind of sitting there in the cove. And we're like, <laughs> no, we're we're cool. We're just hanging out. He's like, all right, have a good one. <laughs> we're like, peace. And so he puts on, he just takes off. So it was just kind of funny because we thought, you're a white we, guy. We thought, yeah, I thought I was going to have to grab my ankles and, you know. Uh, spread spread my cheeks, but he just wanted to make sure we weren't broke down. And, but you just uh, were doing that. You were just thinking that for fun, though, not because he was pulling you over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I just I just find excuses to to uh, grab my ankles and spread my cheeks. So, um, but yeah, it was cool. It was nice that uh, he didn't stop us. He didn't ask. He didn't, you know, he didn't say if you know are you guys doing anything illegal or anything. He just was like, "You guys cool?" And we're like, "Yeah, we're cool." And he was like, "All right, we're out of here." So that was nice. So, yeah, we'll take the kids on Wednesday. It'll be good. So that was my weekend. All right. Well, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw some sun yesterday. I actually was hanging out at the pool. Um, but I'll start my weekend over on Friday. We were gonna go out, um, party downtown, and then um, that week we f- started looking for houses. Um. And uh, we started looking on Sunday last week. On Friday, we were, like, on Tuesday, we went to see the house. On Thursday, he calls us to verify some finances and shit. On Friday, he's like, yeah, you got it. Come in, sign the shit. And, you know, sign the paper. Damn. It's like, oh, damn. It's like, within a week, we got the, we got the place. So wow. Friday, we were, ex- we were we were stoked. Let's see. We're like, yeah, we're going to party hard now. This is, you know, this is a celebration, bitches. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she gets a call from her mom. Celebration, bitches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, we were ready. Her mom calls. So, so Charlie Murphy to this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she gets a call from her mom, and her mom's landlord wants to sell the place that she's renting. So they're getting kicked out. And mm. we're like, fuck. <laughs> so Lane's like, I can't. I can't. I can't go out while my mom's getting, you know, getting getting the boot. So we just stayed home. Um, uh, we went out, bought a bunch of comfort food, and then just watched movies the rest of the night. <laughs> so... <laughs> We just stayed in. We ended up watching a uh, divergent party. Uh huh. Was that? That's how we party hard. You yeah. saw a detergent. What'd you say? <laughs> divergent. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's uh-huh. About the same thing. Um, tasted the same. Um, 
And we saw Jupiter ascending, so we've got some extras coming at you guys. Oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah, I'm curious about that. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Saturday, we signed the lease, went all over the place, um, just did a bunch of adult shit. And then that night, we watched... Um, wait, 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 I, I need to interrupt. Uh, a bunch of adult shit, is that cocaine and sex? No, I did that as a kid. Um, oh, this is, okay. uh, yeah. He's more responsible now. <laughs> No, we're uh, we're no, signing checks, signing the lease, um, taking care of the you know more finance oh, shit, making you know planning our you know finances and whatnot. Where's the place at? Um, so, it's so over off of and strippers. Okay, strippers. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for twisted, thinking Harley. like an adult, Harley. <laughs> um, it's over off Oceanside Boulevard and College. So it's um, Avenida de la Plata, right up top. Mm, okay. Right that area. Um, it's pretty much where I used to live with Nori. <laughs> now I'm only, I'm like four minutes away from her. Is that um, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm back oh, over in Oceanside. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a nice place. It's, it's four bedrooms. It's got a little Damn. yard, three baths, and it's more than enough room for us. Um, so it should be good. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't, we barely have enough furniture to fill half the house, you know? Damn, so you you were in a low-income place, and you had a roommate, so your rent must be real ch- even, even oh, cheaper. Yeah, I was going to oh, yeah. say, you yeah. fucking bastard. This, why do you think I've been partying every weekend <laughs> this whole year? Oh. Um, I paid off all my debt, and I was like, well, most of it. Enough of it to feel comfortable going out every weekend. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so that was that. And then on Sunday, um, we tried to go out to the beach. We, we start walking down there, and she's like, it's fucking windy. Screw this. Let's go home. <laughs> so, we, <laughs> so we just turn around and um, and then we go to my parents' place and uh, and just hang out at the pool and just yeah. play pickleball. Like it, it's like a hybrid of ping pong and tennis. Um, you play with wiffle balls and like ping pong paddles. Oh, I've paddles. heard of that. Yeah, my dad got a net and some and some gear for it. So we're like, yeah, so we just go out there, play pickleball, the jump pool? in the pool. Yeah, yeah. So just just kind of chilled. And then we watched Tomorrowland, so I got another extra, <laughs> the extra for you guys. Nice. But, yeah, but that's that's that, nothing too ex- too crazy. But it was a good weekend. Oh, hey, yeah. did you guys get my email? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you if you wanted uh if you wanted to do that, Harley. Do what? Oh, the, um... the fantasy movie league. Yeah, we could. Um... I don't, I'm sure it's not going to take that much time. Yeah, you just click a few times and then wait for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty much... Because I even clicked on the link and like I was like, all right, sick. And then you can like you can put the same movie on different screens. Different screen. All right. So, cool. hey, you guys want to hear the good news? Yeah. Avengers is officially out of the top five. It's number eight. But guess what is in the top five? What's that? Mad Max Fury Road. It finally beat them bitches in Pitch Perfect 2. So if you guys remember for the last four weeks, Pitch Perfect has consistently beat Mad Max by a couple million dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. finally, Mad Max has beat it uh, by $300,000. <laughs> So. It always beat it, my friend. It always did. In yeah. my eyes, so, in my heart. Entourage did not do well. It only made $10.2 million. 
I guess uh, people were too. Uh, it's been too long since we saw it in HBO. Um, that's not a good opening. Ten million dollars. Um, Fuck! I already hate my fantasy league. You already picked. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I know we're fanboys, so I picked it too. Oh uh, man! Beating it was Insidious Chapter Three. It brought in uh, over twice what Entourage did at twenty-two point six million. Um, again, no budget. Uh, San Andreas was number two. It slipped um, 52%. It made 25.8. Um, 98 million total. And Spy on its opening weekend made 90, or excuse me, $29 million. Um, so ultimately, this was a slow, um, slow summer. I mean, obviously, it's early summer, but. Um, We've seen some, you know, obviously San Andreas opened at $50 million. So Spy only opened at 29. Sidious only opened at 22. So, um, yeah, this, this not not a big weekend. So hmm. um, I don't and know. And also, uh, Mad Max has made $300 million worldwide. Oh, there you go. So yeah. does... Uh, Jurassic World come out next week? Yes. So, obviously, uh, I assume Jurassic World will make, well, I think, in at least $50, 60000000 million. You want to I bet? mean, that, yeah. Yeah, we're going back to that. Want to so. make a bet? We're gambling everything now. <laughs> this is, uh, this, this movie's highly, highly uh, awaited. Highly awaited? Hi- highly awaited. Well, Highly awaited and anticipated. Yeah. So. And, and are, are you going to go see it? Probably not. Oh, well, <laughs> you know me. Right I after he says how highly. <laughs> I don't. I don't go out and see lots of uh, sequels. No. It's against my religion. Oh, okay. So. What about you, Tony? I'll probably see it. Yeah. There you go. You gonna take crew? Yeah, I'll take um, maybe. I, I can't hear you guys. You can't hear us. Uh uh-uh. uh How about now? Uh, yeah, a little bit. All right. <laughs> we better get going, Nick. I don't know how yeah. long this shit's gonna last. We just gonna keep on keeping on. That's right. So, who picked homework this week? I did, sir. It was my turn. Wait, no, no All extras. Right. Oh yeah, extras. What do we got? Tony got a bunch of them. I've got three. So I've got Tomorrowland, Divergent, and Jupiter Ascending. What about y'all? Go for it. Farm away. Uh, let's see. Did I see anything extra? Oh, I saw Pitch Perfect too. There you oh, go. Oh, did you? Yeah. Cool. Harley, you saw anything? No. All right. But Tony's okay. got three. I got one. I'll, let me knock mine out real quick. All right. So Pitch Perfect 2. Um, like, why not? I'm bored. I'll watch it. Say, why is this beating my fucking beloved Mad Max Fury Road? Why? Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. Now, if you like the first one, you'll enjoy the second one. I didn't uh, even it's... know what the first... I didn't even know the first one was a movie. Yeah, see? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the second one has everything you like in the first one. Uh, or or in a sequel, for that matter. You got new characters or more songs. Um um, oh, same, is it a musical? Same. Well, kind of. I mean, mm-hmm. they're like acapella groups, and they compete against each other. 
or like in like say Stomp the Yard, where you got like these groups that would dance. You got people with a acapella, and they even they even poke fun of themselves. It's real meta. Where like there's um there's a like a podcast throughout. Um, uh, John Higgins and Elizabeth Banks, they're like the hosts, and they kind of narrate the movie when they when they when they um talk on the podcast, and they kind of funny and they find it how absurd it is too, you know, that there's acapella groups and they're battling. So it's kind of funny that way. Um. So yeah, like I said, everything you find in the sequel you'll love. Um, more characters, more more of everything. You know, like when you what you expect in the sequel, and um, but it it doesn't have like the um, like uh like the trauma I guess it does in the original when you get to know all the characters, right? Where it, and it sets everything up. Um, so it's just like, hey, this worked a lot in the first one. Let's do this again. You see some jokes uh, come back again. Um, and there's one little extra thing with like Haley Steinfeld. We just saw her in that one movie with Mark Ruffalo. Remember, um, she was his daughter. Mm-hmm. So she joins the group, and her mom is Katie Seagal from Sons of Anarchy and Married with Children. She's a mom, and she was a former chick uh, acapella group with her. So they call her the Legacy because she joins the group. But you don't really get to see the group as much as like they did in the first one. So, um, but people have seen the second one; they, they'll they'll enjoy it. But it was a better movie than the first. It's not, which usually sometimes you want the sequel to be better, right? Because <coughs> um, you know they, they 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 go all out, but sometimes it hurts it too because I don't know what to do. You know, they just put it out real quick, want to make some money, and it fails. So, but if you like the first one, you'll like the second one. Um, so for me, uh, it was you know it, it passed the time and it was okay, but it was the first one. So for me, I just said I would. It, it, it was a waste of time, yeah. That would be a waste of time. But if you enjoyed it, the first one, the second one, it'll be a dollar. So for me, there. So Tony, you got three. Fire away, sir. Yeah, three um, non-sequels. Hey, that's Brand okay. new stories. So it was actually kind of a – it was interesting. But I got to the, the third one, I'm like, shit, I think I've seen too many futuristic sci-fi type movies. I kind of keep all this shit in my head separated. Um, first one they I saw all seem like the same one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, wait, no, that character, that, that one character was in another movie. That's not going to come back in this one. Um, so the first one I saw was Divergent. Uh, this is, uh, got a 6.8 IMDb. It's rated PG-13. Wow, it's 139 minutes. Shit. No wonder. Okay. In a world divided by factions based on virtues, this the, the leading girl won't fit in. They can, they have a special name for her. She discovers a plot to destroy her kind. And um, then obviously she's trying to save herself. And um, it was interesting. I, it, it was one of those futuristic, post-apocalyptic, dystopian worlds. Um, the... the it didn't really explain what what caused the apocalypse, but the um, dystopia was people were split up into um, factions based on their um, job, and people were like born into a faction, but they were given a chance to choose any of the other factions that they wanted to. Um, but to help this, them along, they go through is a this test. Hunger Games. Are you right? I know exactly. The whole time, I'm like, this is this is sounding a lot like Hunger Games. In Hunger Games, they had the 13 different sections, mm-hmm. um, but in this one, everybody lives together. But they just have they all dress differently. You know, they all have their the blues are the the smart people and the grays are the helpful people and shit like that. So they only um, had two districts in this one, <laughs> right? This is the um, ghetto section of the Hunger Games, right? <laughs> um, 
And okay, so they have this test. Sounds it sounds like the caste system in India. <laughs> uh where people are like they're stuck in their their yeah, in their one role. For yeah, society. So being extremely racist again. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's you're born into a certain sort of socioeconomic group right. and there's no real mobility. You don't really get to it's right, not like exactly. America where you can get rich, you're you know, you're you're either born rich or you're born poor or somewhere in between. But um, and that dictates what kind of jobs, what kind of positions you have, who you can marry, you know, right. who you hang out with, what neighborhoods you go to, et cetera, et cetera. So. Right. And so in this world, they have a test where you go in and you find out what you really are. So you may have been born into the gray world, but you may test into the red one. You know, so you you're you have the ability to. So it's, got the out genetic, of your it's a genetic thing. Right. It's genetic. Exactly. Gotcha. And so you have this chance to pick something else and they give you a test right before you pick to help you make your decision. Mm. Well, very rarely people test into like three or four different categories. They're like, shit, this person likes to be what they call the dauntless that are like courageous and she's intelligent and she's selfless. It's like, fuck, don't. And, and so her test person was like, you know what? Don't tell anybody you are you tested this but don't tell anybody that you tested for the all three other ones you just you, you know just say i you went home sick or something like that so it's the whole the premise of the movie is that there's these people who are more than just what their cast are and more than just the one so they're a threat to society because they're the ones who can't conform you know everybody else they get their one role their one job and they maintain peace because everybody is settles into their role. But those few that have the multiple roles, they, they're going to fuck the system up. So the movie's about um, pretty much these special people that uh, they're trying to hide, you know, stay hidden. But it, it just follows her story. The one chick, Shailene Woodley, sure. uh, she plays Triss. And you follow her and she has no idea what the whole Divergent thing is. So at the end of the movie... That's what that's the whole point is it's that world is revealed to us like, oh, shit, um, everybody's trying to kill me. Um, and the the uh, the plot the, or not the plot, but the action in it is is feels very Hunger Gamish. I mean, um, you know, she goes through her training montage and she kind of she actually kind of sucks as, you know, the the one that she chooses. She ends up choosing the courageous one who end up being the enforcers when she's she was born into the people that help the homeless type people. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's all right. It's, it's the tropes you've also, we've, we've seen it before, you know, the training mm -hmm. that they go through and, you know, she mm -hmm. has to fight the really tough chick and she gets her ass beat and blah, blah, blah. So, mm -hmm. um, there's little scenes here and there, which are kind of fun. They have this, it's, uh, a, a, a war game that we've, you know, seen in other sci-fi films, but in this one, they have the darts that feel like real bullets, you know? So it's a little, mm -hmm. you know, that's their little, uh, edge that they have the difference that they have from other ones that's so, what i was gonna I mean, ask you like well yeah what are what are the what are the differences or what makes this one stand out from all those other ones like why would you know what i mean why would we watch this one over the other ones right the, and the only thing that's different is the the faction system i mean that's mm -hmm. really what is different um okay. they don't have hunger games which is you know the, the, the you know where they make people fight each other yeah, but neither does the last hunger games film <laughs> right, right they're they're uh <laughs> 
was better looking. Can I mention that movie was a pile of shit? Just in case. Uh, yeah, you, if, yeah, you, if, you, if you didn't catch last week's podcast, I gave the Hunger Games part whatever the fuck whatever a full on pile of shit. Yeah, fuck we that remember. movie. <laughs> hey, he still pissed off about it. God damn. I'm pissed off about the movie Tony's reviewing. Just yeah, because no, it's honestly, kind of like it. Harley, yeah. would, Harley would hate it. Um, it would be there one of go. those. Like, I came to see Divergent, and I haven't seen a Divergent type shit. You know, um, there's not much different in this. The, 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 I guess that's the point. Even I, ha- I was like forcing myself to enjoy the little bits and pieces as much as I could. Um, by the it doesn't, end, it doesn't feel like a poor man's Hunger Games. It it does. It okay, have you? Um, did we talk about The Giver? Because I know I saw it, but I don't know if you guys remember it or even saw it. The name sounds familiar. It's yeah. another post-apocalyptic. I see the cover, yeah. Right. I own a copy of it. I haven't seen it. Right. It's another one of those. Exactly. Post-apocalyptic, uh, um, dystopian. I get confused with The Giver, The Maze Runner. It was, dude, yes. Games, I saw The like, Maze Runner, but it's, yeah. Yeah. Fucking, it felt like yeah. it was a mix of all of them. It felt like a mix of, of Hunger Games. The, the Maze Runner, exactly. That one, um, Laney ended up mentioning that one. And I felt like it was like kind of like The Giver 2. It's just a mismatch of all these. Jeez. It's only so many dystopian, post-apocalyptic shit. All of them. What's that? Oh, shit. Just I want to see a comedy spoof movie that spoofs The Waynes brothers are working on it That's, as we seriously, speak. Seriously, you know what? Yeah. It's, it's about time. <laughs> um, they should. But, uh, I mean, I was slightly interested in the, in the story because – the divergent thing didn't happen until the end. And I'm like, okay, now is when the real story starts and it's yeah, all over. I was going to say, when does shit start getting divergent and shit up in this bitch? Yeah, and it doesn't. It, <laughs> Can it I doesn't get my happen until like the last, the last 20 minutes, man. It, just, uh, it was all about like drama and the buildup, and I'm just like, fuck off. Like, show me people shooting each other and shit. Seriously. Which they did do at the end. I mean... Okay. And there was a there was an action montage or what a sequence montage. at the end. not montage but sequence, um, okay. and it was very tropish and blah 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 blah. Um, so mm. It, mm. the movie was a waste of time, but I was interested in what the next one has to offer. But it's still going to be a waste. Of time. That would be a waste of time. And it took me way too long to goddamn say that. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now is there? Is there two of these Divergent movies, or is there three out? Three. There's the second, going there's to second be a third. One's, second one's Insurgent. Right, second one's Insurgent. The third one hasn't come out yet, and it's going to be called, like, Allegiant, Diarrhea. I think. Diarrhea for your vision. <laughs> That's what it's going to call. For your eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. Copulation. Yeah, so um, the next one, Jupiter Ascending. Um, original story. Uh by the Wachowskis, our beloved Wachowskis. Yes, from... this was I'm interested because this one flopped, and I just got a copy of it this week. Yeah, um, yeah. I had a friend from work. He told me he saw it, and he's like, "Yeah, I didn't really like it." I'm like, "Fuck!" And I remember when this came out in the theater, I wanted to go watch it. And after having seen it, it would have been fucking fun in the theater. It mm. had, the special effects are amazing. They're okay. really well done. Um, they're how over the top is Eddie Redmayne? Um, who the fuck is Eddie Red? Oh, that guy, <laughs> dude. He said, "Oh, that guy." Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Because, well, because every time I saw a review, they were saying how like this motherfucker would whisper a lot of the movies, and then he'd be yelling and be shouting yeah. the last movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, they um, just won the Oscar, Harley. I, I can't hear one. a word. Neither one of you are saying. I'm. I think Tony's reviewing Jupiter Ascending, but I'm not sure. 
<laughs> you know the guy that won Eddie Redmayne, the guy that won the award, the Academy Award. Oh, for uh, yeah, yeah, for playing yeah. a retard, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 I was wrong. Well, they I were going to say that super they were smart saying... guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. you. Jesus, they're saying he was the this movie might have hurt his chances, but I guess oh, apparently it didn't. So, but yes, oh. Tony is reviewing Jupiter Ascending. Okay, gotcha. And yeah. then he said it looked good in the theater. Uh, he said he wished he would have seen it in the theater because it had great special effects. Right. All right. It, visually, cool. it was it was awesome. I I loved looking at it. I loved the uh, the design of the worlds that they were making, the technology and shit. It was really cool. Um, Storyline wise, there was a lull, and there's the. I think my buddy from work put it correctly. Like they try to paint this epic huge world it's the universe but we only get fed little bits and pieces of it and you're just left wanting more essentially i mean the synopsis says that a young woman discovers her destiny as an heiress of an intergalactic nobility and must fight to protect the inhabitants of earth so in the synopsis it's it's revealed that yeah they're trying to destroy earth there's a big spoiler and i probably won't don't want to spoil it for you guys yeah. but you'll figure it out you'll figure it out on your own um, at any point does she join the divergent games Thank God I heard that fucking joke. Otherwise, I'd be... <laughs> me too. Thank you. Uh, no, and that no. Shit in the chamber she just gets stuck in a uh, space maze and has to run out of it. Oh, wasn't she like a janitor? She cleans toilets and shit. Yeah, and then they realize she's, she's a they, princess. They play that up, you know, up a little bit where she's a, you know, she's yeah, a Mia Molly, Molly maid. Chick is a fucking janitor, right? Yeah, and Chang Tatum has elf has elf ears. Yeah, that's okay. So I don't know what happened there. Something went awry when they were like, when when I just see like Channing Tatum's like Wachowski siblings are like, all right, Channing, I'm can I call you? Should I call you Tatum or can I call you Channing? Call me whatever you want. All right, we got this movie. You're gonna love it, except for you need to well. Elf ears, and he's like, "I'm in." They're like, "All right, cool. Here's hundred million dollars." Well, they said sci-fi opera first or something, you know, like special effects, you know. Or they just were like, "You know, we created the Matrix, right?" Yeah, yeah. I'll wear whatever elf ears you want. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The best part of that is that they're supposed to be wolf ears. Oh, for fuck's sake! How did I miss that? How did I not notice there were wolf ears? so slack it on my my ears um he right, would have okay. done great in that maze exactly right. the maze yeah. and okay so the the premise of the movie is that gen- genes and genetics are everything and so his his character why are, is why a, are pants so hard to come by is a what <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> pants, jeans. You need to get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that you need to get it. It makes it funnier. <laughs> he goes, wait, pants. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, why were Lee's and dungarees so hard to get? Oh, uh, whatever, <laughs> man. I give it a dollar. I'd you might buy that enjoy for it. a dollar. Now, was you... it better than uh, the last film they did? Uh, I can't think Cloud of it. Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas, thank you. Um, It was visually better. I actually liked this one. The tech, the special effects on this one were better than Cloud Atlas. But I think the story in Cloud Atlas was better than Jupiter. Oh, the okay. co- the oh. concept, the 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 sci-fi concept that they had, I thought was really cool. Um, 
I'll say that it it was kind of a mafia movie, a space mafia movie. What? Whoa! The whoa, whoa! It's like whoa. Sopranos meets Matrix. That's yeah. Like okay, it's kind All of spoilerish. Of a I'm sold. It's kind cool. of spoilerish, but there's this mafia feel to part of the movie. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of cool. Joe Pesci show up. I'm so <laughs> Pesci stabs a dude in the neck with a fucking ballpoint pen. He's like, oh, hey, I you, said mafia, wolf boy. Man. You with the wolf, wolf ears. Boy. <laughs> you, is, this your, is this your pen? Huh? Hey, it's a good pen. I just want to know if you want it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you with the wolf ears. Go home and get your fucking shine box. Fucking shine oh, box. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's the only thing that had me hooked is that the, these concepts of of DNA and genetics and how it plays into the mafia like world, like how they're trying to control mafia, shit. Huh? I was like, you know what? That's that's kind of cool. They drag out some of the you know love story shit that they try to squeeze in there, but all right, I was entertained, so I give it. Wow. That. See, my review would have been like this, Harley. I'd have been like this. Hey, Han Solo. I'm gonna offer, I'm gonna give you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> I know you were like it's like this entire universe movie, and all of a sudden I heard the Star Trek movie come, uh, song. Dun, 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 dun. You know, I was like, yeah, I guess that joke <laughs> works so well. <laughs> Space, the final frontier. Final frontier. Hey, fucking bro. forget about it. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you fucking go. alien, fucking uh, you fucking yeah. go wolf ears. where no wolf ears have gone before. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I can see like it's that whole scene in Goodfellas. Like, okay, hey, fucking dance for me, spider. They call it Wolfie. <laughs> hey, Wolfie, dance for me. Dance that fucking drink over here. Scratch, scratch <laughs> that neck for me, bitch. <laughs> oh man, Jupiter said all I got was space mafia and Mia Kunis cleans toilets and Tatum has wolf ears, not even elf ears. Well, and it's mm. really hard for me to great say special Channing, effects. It's it's hard for me to say you Channing can't say it, huh? Without saying, I want to say Channing uh, Taint. <laughs> why not? Why why don't you? Because <laughs> it make it know. easier for you. Yeah, so, man. Tony's been in space, man. What's his last movie here? You watched? Jesus Christ! Come back yeah. down to earth, homie. Tomorrowland. Well, hell. Oh, see? there you go. See, yeah. Blast off. Tomorrow, you know, are, there, are there gangsters in this one too? We got George Clooney, we got Jetpacks, <laughs> we got Brad Bird. Dude, it sounds like a win-win. So how was it, Tony? It was all right. Mm. Yeah, it didn't do so well. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it's, it's not in my fantasy movie, Lee. I'll tell you that right now. Right. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> um, for this one, it it felt very soapboxy. Like it was preaching, mm. uh, a little. Um, what was pop- it preaching? What was the uh... the end of the world, and it's caused by us because we're fucking the world up type thing. You know, so shocking. Hey, she's coming at me all wrong. Right. That's the wrong tone. Huh? <laughs> huh? So it's very, it's very like you know, you need to change your attitudes and you know, stop. You know, don't give up hope and get off your lazy ass and do something to fix the world type shit. And well, just like, is, yeah, that's enough of that. Yeah. Was there a mafia member? Was there a mafia in it? <laughs> no. Although uh, Hugh Laurie, he plays a pretty good, um, like, uh, head. He's the head of the Tomorrowland. Well, Tomorrowland. Um, he's like the president <laughs> over there. And uh, I, I mean. The place is called Tomorrowland? Yeah. There, there's So there's Tomorrowland, which is actually not on Earth. 
Um, it's a, it is a different land. It's not a, like a special place on Earth. Let me see what the synopsis says. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Embark on a mission in space that exists in a coll- collective memory. Oh, shit. It says, embark on a mission to unearth the secrets of a place somewhere in time and space that exists in their collective memory. The fuck? Who wrote the synopsis? They're so fucking retarded. Um, but what if I wanted to create yesterday, yesterday land and like it? And it all looks like the. 50s. Wait, isn't Tomorrowland <laughs> like a place you go to at Disneyland? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it it follows um, what's her name? Britt Robertson, Casey okay. Newton. It pretty much focuses on her. I mean, it starts off with George Clooney, and okay. uh, and kind of they show his story a little bit. Um, and it's it's mostly, yeah. Like the whole movie feels like it's it, it's supposed to try and upsell the whole inventors, you know, be innovative and and invent shit and fix the world. Um, and halfway through the movie, I'm just going, God, they're fucking just beating the dead horse. Yeah, over, so you start, re- you start my, recycling, taking the dead horse movie. and smash it over my head. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. You start recycling your cans and putting your paper away. Right, right. I picked up my trash off the ground and like my popcorn. I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to waste this shit." Um, hey, damn, they're talking to me. <laughs> uh, the special effects were cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, you know, it, they had a lot of. It, it felt very Disney. Um, yeah. It's it's. Which is never wrong. I mean, usually you know that's it, that's a that's a win win. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Does it say it, what? You don't say that it's a bad thing. Frame the movie takes place. It kind of spans. From like the seventies up into the present, um, George Clooney they follow he followed they they show a little story of him as a kid. Um, you know he's a kid inventor and uh, mm-hmm. he wants to he goes to the the New York fair like the the state fair over in New York trying to show his invention and shit. And um, he's got Brilliant. like a rock pack that only semi works and so if you know that that's in the 70s and then it follows the other girl and then she's in she's they're shutting down nasa and she's always going in there um sabotaging all the cranes and shit like blowing them up not blowing up but short circuiting them um and so that's more in the modern time um and then there's the tomorrowland which is the future but it's in a different i'll just say it's in a different dimension you know it's not on earth it's not like in the same place that we are so um <laughs> the concept is that you know all the all the smart people in the world ended up they brought them all together in tomorrowland to try and figure out the world's problems um and then somebody invented something they shouldn't have invented and all went to hell and people got kicked out of tomorrowland and it started going to shit and so she's there to, to kind of try and fix things um it was all right I would. It's hard for me to recommend it. Um, I think I forced myself to like it. Yeah. Well, Sounds like it. Sounds like you're bored. Yeah, I know there was a. There was definitely a. Um, it dragged out for a good length of time, um, mm-hmm. and just when the when the science stuff came on screen, I was like, ooh, you know, like perked me up. But then you know, I'm just going back to sleep. Uh, but it didn't feel like a waste of time for me. I give it a low buy for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Well, there you have it, Harley. There you go. You interested in seeing the Harley? Yeah, I'll see it eventually. I'll, uh, you know, watch it with the kids, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of my. That's always kind of my thing, you know. All yeah. these like super family friendly, you know, mm-hmm. 
kind of slightly generic movies. Um, yeah. You know, it was like when I watched the the fucking Maze Runner. It was to watch it with the kids and sit down and you know, it's like yeah, yeah. All right. And, I know. So, yeah. Is that it? Is that all the extras? That's all that I was the extras. That was extras. Yeah. So, right. so this week the homework I had, uh, I had it, and I chose a focus. Uh, so my boy Will Smith, aka Mike Lowry, um, in the Mike Lowry, and he's the, he's being sexy, Mike. Yeah, yeah. In the midst of veteran con man Nikki's latest scheme, a woman from his past, now uh, now an accomplished femme fatale, shows up and throws his plans for a loop. That's the synopsis. All right, we'll go with that. Uh, interesting. It's written directed by two people. Um, yeah, Glenn Ficar and John Requa, starring Will Smith. Margot Robbie, Rodrigo Santoro, and um, that's pretty much it. I mean, everybody else, you kind of, you know, not really seen. We see B.D. Wong from uh, Jurassic Park. Um, that's pretty much about it. I mean, as far as characters goes, I was getting a very cool, like, out-of-sight vibe in the very beginning when uh, Will and Margot were talking when they first met. Um, and I liked, the, I liked the, the chemistry they had, a really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I thought it really worked. Um, because I mean, they, I mean, it's, I mean, they're in the cover, both of them. I mean, she's behind them, right? Uh, um, if, if they if you ain't buying them together, then it's fucking, it's, you know what I mean? It's not gonna true, work. True, true, true. Um, yeah. it just has this cool vibe where, like, Nick, like I said, Nick is a con man, and um, um, she. So what happens? It's funny, like, what she takes him. He's, she's like, I'm staying at this hotel. He's like, oh, I'm gonna get this right. She, she has this dude come in, tries to jack him, and he totally knows that. That he's being set up because he's like a, he's like the greatest like con man, and uh, he's like you know probably a good thing you did stop it because I was gonna tear that shit up pretty much. Okay, yeah, like, that was funny. So, some Saudi like bachelor shit. He's like some Saudi bachelor shit. And he's like yeah man you know you know uh, she would never be the same again, and um, and it is Margot Robbie and uh, the last time we saw her she was Wolf of Wall Street right and I think pretty much America fell in love with her after that, mm-hmm. and now she's playing Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad so. She's she's blowing up, and in fact, both of them are in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so after they find out, she kind of she he kind of takes her under under his wing, and then he starts falling for her. Um, and I like that. I like those kind of um, con movies where you can take somebody in and kind of show them the way, and and, uh, and you find that they have a huge group together, and um, and uh, they they're about to take down some big. Uh, was it's like a, it's the Super Bowl, right? They're they're like in New Orleans, and uh, they're ready to do a big heist. Uh, did anybody else find it weird that like in the second half it felt like a different movie almost a little bit? Like it's yeah, kind of switched yeah, tones. I did. I did, did? That, I did get that, but I thought I think that was very uh, on purpose. Okay, because it kind of fit the plot. It does. You're right. It does. Yeah. So yeah, but I was uh, I was digging it. I was entertained the whole time I was watching it. Um, how did you guys feel about Focus? Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I I always pretty much I I enjoy the heist type films, and this is you know it's all about the con, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, and especially when they explain shit, you know, right. they, like they they do it, and they're like, okay, you know what it was? It was like this, and you know, and then we set this <laughs> up here, and you know, we're showing this, see, and we're constantly putting this in their face, and like the psychology of this. Like yeah, yeah, sorry, real quick. What did you use the ATM? And my man just lifts the fucking just lifts in front it of off. the ATM. It just walks away. Yeah, like goddamn, homie. Yeah, yes. you go. You guys going all out of your way for this? <laughs> yeah, funny. so that's always fun. That's always fun when they do things like that. And and because 
the plot set it up as Margot Robbie. She's, you know, she's the newbie. She's under his wing. That sets it up for him to explain everything to her, which is at the same time explaining it to right. us. So it was exactly. cool. You know, it fit. It, 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 was, it didn't feel like it was forcing the issue of let me explain what we're doing. Like, it's not like an Ocean's Eleven movie where they're all, they're all pros, but they're still explaining all the little details to us. It's like, well, you guys know this shit, you know? Yeah. Um, with her, because she's new, he has to explain everything, little details. So it works. It, it didn't feel, you know, I, I wasn't pulled out of the movie because they were explaining it to me. Mm. Um, the, there was a part when the whole time where I'm just going, well, okay, he's a con man, right? And then she was a con. Like, is she conning him? Was she pretending that she's well, yeah, that's, dumb? That's the, what you you're know? constantly doing so, the like, entire film. You're the whole just expecting... Mm-hmm. For them expecting to everybody double. to just yeah everybody conning everybody each over. other right yeah yeah everybody's yeah, conning everyone yeah, I was like oh exactly. shit and that was a uh, enjoyable for me the tension that I kept feeling of okay this is what they're telling me <laughs> excuse right. me is it but is it really what's happening is right because there's minutes, that scene to me when they're gambling in the in the um when them two are just gambling for the football game right and B D Wong's listening yeah. and he kind of chimes in and Will's getting really frustrated and he's losing his cool and he's losing a lot yeah. and then halfway through that I'm like thinking. Wait a minute, is he conning? Yeah. Like, right. Maybe he's yeah, conning them, right? That. But 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 you're right. That constant being on your toes and 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 uh, wondering is um, it's kind of clever. You're right, Tony. It's it's good for the for the movie to just yeah. And I think know, it really interested. I think that's what really sells the movie because there was a part in the middle where it felt slow, and I'm just like, fuck, it's dragging on. Like I'm not yeah. really enjoying this part. That. But then I got that but, too. But then at the end, they start explaining shit that was happening at that time, and I'm like. Oh, and it almost made it worth it. Right. Like, I don't know if I, if like a second time around, I would feel the same way about that part of the movie where it felt slow. Maybe I'd feel better about it. Like I'll, I'll spot new things. I don't know. Right. Um, but that's always enjoyable to me where they explain the shit that's going on and, uh, and the way they put it together at the end was cool. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Well, well, you Harley. Yeah, I, I had mixed I had mixed feelings about it. I, I like you, Fonzo, really enjoyed like I don't know the first like half an hour or something like that. Um, I I got annoyed when they started really pushing the romance mm. part. I was like, you know, it just it just it felt forced and it it genuinely was like annoying. And and when that became sort of the central plot kind of motivating and pushing the film especially in your and you're right like it turns into a second film when um when they when the film starts taking place in Europe um the entire plot revolves around him and her in the romance you know the 3 years later mm-hmm. and and from then on I just checked out and so when but they're still the, working though they're both working, and they got F one racing. How can you hate that? How can you be bored well, of F one racing? Because it didn't follow any F one racing, um, <laughs> you know. Um, and it and it just felt like, like maybe I don't know if like from a screenplay standpoint, like the the filmmaker was like, all right, we got to make this for like the audience or for you know to like lowest common denominator or something like that. And then and then the very end, I was like, oh, eh, check it out. And then it was just kind of forgetful, kind of thing, and so the 
in it sadly both of their performances um will smith and margot robbie are actually pretty good i mean his is piece of cake like when he's being fucking charming and charismatic like nobody does charming and charismatic better than fucking will smith i mean when like you said at the beginning there when he's like fucking talking you're just like mm-hmm. you just fucking love it you just you get mike lowry and we're get mike lowry you get yeah that's what i'm saying you get sexy you talk sexy like mike you know and nobody does it better than him i don't know what it is he just like ooze charisma you know what i mean and she is obviously your sort of typical you know bombshell you know sex symbol Hollywood but her performance yeah. isn't bad like she's mm-hmm. not a bad actress um and she's actually doing she's in a drama dramatic film called z for zachariah which looks kind of interesting it's like a last man on earth kind of thing um which would be kind of interesting um because i was surprised at how how good her performance was and so i don't disagree that their chemistry especially their chemistry at the beginning wasn't bad but then i felt like you know he you know like three years later and all of a sudden he's like you know he's jealous and he's like getting info i'm like ah this is it just felt forced and and by the time the ending, I was like, uh, I don't, and it kind of ran for me. It almost felt a little long, even though it's only a buck oh five. Um, and so I, it, I'm, I'm one of, the, I'm, this is one of those movies where I, I'm like right in between a, a buy that for a dollar and a waste of time because it had me in some points, but then it genuinely like left me so, it just, it just, it feels very, very forgetful. And it's one of those things where, yeah, I didn't know the like the big reveal at the end. I had no no clue. Um, in fact, um, what the character, uh, it's, it's not total spoiler, but the character plays a really manipulative, powerful businessman, businessman in House of Cards, which I watched him. Mm. And, and he's really good in that. And he's basically playing the same role in this, Gerald, Gerald uh, McRaney. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, ah, cool, cool, cool. And then at the very end, you know, I was like, uh, that seems. And then I was like, oh, that's right. He said, you know, blah, 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 your partner. So I was like, okay, I get it. But I didn't care. Like, I just genuinely, mm. I just wanted, I just wanted to see, I wanted to see Mike Lowry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wanted him to talk and, and be. You know, it was like when, when um, that character in in Margot Robbie's character is like kind of hiding from him as he's looking through, and he's like, "Just tell me to fuck off. Don't tell me, you know, you like my jacket." Like, I love that scene. That scene's a lot of fun. It's cool. And then he sees her on the balcony. He's like, "How the fuck did you get over there?" You know, he <laughs> he mouths it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like stuff like that worked, and it's fun. Um, but it seemed like. I don't know, something else. So um, I did enjoy, and I, it might end up being the tipping point. I did enjoy the fact that they made it an R film and they didn't try to pander to the PG-13 audience. You know what I mean? And so I give it I give it brownie points for that. Sorry, I think I kind of went, went a little long. Cool. Both of your guys' reviews, I couldn't hear a goddamn thing. <laughs> cut in and out so it's like the connection's like shit so our listeners won't be able to tell yeah yeah hopefully the recording's good 
No, yeah, I uh, I like the world they created and uh, the characters were good and um, I I don't know, I had fun watching. I, like I said, I like uh, heist movies. And it was cool to see one like this and uh, they work. Like I said they work great together and um, curious to see what they you know what they can do for more. I um, like I said and I guess like I said I was getting an out of sight vibe in the beginning, but um, it, it, I'm like oh I hope it doesn't say like I hope it doesn't want to be like a Soderbergh and it wasn't, which was cool. And I love the I love the conversations that were happening. Like the jokes that were saying were very like just hip and modern it wasn't like just rehashed lines i think they were speaking like real talk like when uh when rodrigo when farad was talking to margo and he's just making her laugh it just felt genuine and like ad lib and just just um i don't know it just felt kind of real i don't know i, I, I dug it i really dug this movie i buy buy it for a dollar i totally recommend it i'd buy that for a dollar i think um you just said like the world they created and mm-hmm. yeah that made me think of like the crew that they had and that mm-hmm. they're like all coordinated and shit and they and they visit events and it's and even that one like she's like oh what was that one cop that was really i was like well that was just some other thief that came into the play it's like what what yeah. Like, yeah it's gonna happen i was like that's cool that was really neat that was cool uh-huh yeah yeah um yeah i enjoyed it i'd buy that for a dollar it oh. it seemed unrealistic when i was watching it but yet entertaining at the same time and so we always talk about sometimes real life's more boring than hollywood and I would probably agree. It's probably an example where they Hollywooded this up to make it a little more interesting. And so, and for that, it worked, you know, all the handoffs and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to end up giving it a dollar because of a couple things. Um, I love the um, character. I don't know what the fuck he is, like the Pacific Islander or whatever. Farad, Far, Farhad. Oh, yeah, Farhad. Uh-huh. A- yeah. Adrian Martinez. Yeah, um, he was fun. He's he's fucking gold. Like you said, the scene where he just jacks the fucking or takes the ATM cover off. She was so just, fucking funny. Just it is. It works. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. And um, I, just look, I mean, they held that whole little uh, montage where like she's bumping into somebody. Go, oh, here, here's the wallet. He handed somebody else, and this shit's gone. Right? I mean, and um, yeah. they're scanning things, and and then just all the things they can get you with. Right? I mean, it was crazy. yeah, the elaborate cons and and the level of sophistication for sure. Um. So, yeah, you know what? Ultimately, I will give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Phew. It's Mike yeah. Lowry. You can't go wrong, right? I'm saying, right? Yeah. I'm going back to 1998. Mm. Way back. Taking it back to the old school. Mm-hmm. I don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> it's kind of like, like Michael Bay pre-Transformers. Yeah, this one I like. Mike. This one I was thinking Michael Bay back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what's crazy? Right. When I was watching this, and I kept seeing the credits. I kept getting tripping out. You know, I knew it was directed by Michael Bay, but I noticed it was it was uh, produced by Gail Ann Hurd. I was like, huh, interesting. Oh, and Michael oh. Bay. But the one that really got me was it said written. It said J.J. Abrams. Oh, I had no idea. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I saw his name pop up, but I didn't see. Yeah, I see screenplay. Well, there's cool. four writers. Yeah. Oh, there's two screenplays, two adaptions, and two stories. Jeez. So, but yeah, J.J. Abrams is a co-writer of the screenplay. Interesting. So who chose Sorry, it? Um, yeah, oh, I, I chose it. It's yeah. one of those I had in a back pocket. Mm-hmm. I know we'd all seen it, but we hadn't reviewed it. Um, it's a classic. Uh, after discovering that an asteroid the size of Texas is going to impact Earth in less than a month. NASA recruits a misfit team of deep core drillers to save the planet. Now it starts off. <laughs> I, had no, I could not remember how it started. 
Like it was going on. Like, did I fucking buy the right movie? I just I did not recognize it. Um, thought I like got some other end of the world movie with all the meteors or the yeah the meteors hitting at the. Uh, well, if you the remember, beginning. there was that movie Deep Impact. Yeah. And uh, I didn't, that came I, out before this. Fonzo, I I don't remember, I don't remember if you remember when we were kids, right? When we were we were going to movies a lot. Remember Armageddon had a uh, one of those. It's not a uh, uh, a poster, but it was a like a prop at the movie theater, and it had a countdown timer. Yes, yes, the that? big cardboard, the big cardboard. And it cut was out. literally like. A year before, sixty-six yeah. days and counting, uh, and I was I like, that. "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like I live, I'm like fucking what's his name in Fast and Furious. I live my life a quarter mile at a time, and you're putting up movie posters a year ahead. Like I'm not even, I, I, I don't even think I'm going to live for another year. And you're literally <laughs> trying to sell me. I could not believe that when I was a kid, and this movie came out. So, but anyways. Yeah, that was, I, I totally remember that. That was a Star. flashback for me. Or yeah. Nickelodeon, yeah, and, and Oceanside, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, it's funny, too. When this movie was coming out, it was competing with Godzilla. And if you notice, in the beginning, oh, they, they, it, they, yeah, pick, they poke fun of it. Yeah, it makes reference to it. They poke fun of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and uh, you get some the staples of Michael Bay. You get some black comedians, Eddie Griffin, yeah. Michael Cooper, in the very beginning. Throw some jokes out there. Oh, that's um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the cab, and then and then and then Eddie Griffin with his bike and the little dog. Man, those but, are uh, shocking yeah. to me. Did, what's that? Those those deaths at the beginning just were shocking. That's what I mean. I couldn't remember. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? This is yeah. the movie I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you got a. I mean, do you got a who's who? I mean, you got a bunch of character actors, right? You got Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, Ben Affleck, Love Tyler, Will Patton, Steve Buscemi, William Fickner, Owen Wilson, Mike Clark Duncan, R.I.P. Peter Stormare. I mean, you got, you know, Keith David. I mean, you got a bunch of names. Even Jason Isaac shows up. I mean, it's a who's who. And there's so many people on this. It's insane. It's true. Yeah. But it works, too, all these egos. But, it, I mean, it works. They're all, they're, they're all, they're all really good. Each one, each, one, each one gets a, a moment to shine, I think, when, like, a Michael Clark Duncan's dancing. He's got it in his underwear. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Steve Buscemi gets a lot of times to shine, too. Yeah, a lot of the movie was um, leading up to the whole mission, and that was just fun. You know, the introduction of the drilling crew, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, their train, their training montage. Uh, it's it, it's it's fun. It's fun right up at the beginning, before, and then they pepper it with actual with meteors and shit that happen while before the big ones coming. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun, even before the at their actual mission. It's it's interesting. You you watch the movie, and I've seen this movie a bunch of times. I have the Criterion edition of DV, the DVD. If you guys buzz this, <laughs> another one. You know, the Criterion DVD. Criterion collection and, of The Rock and Armageddon. Of the, for some reason, I was Michael like, got really? Criterion collection. Jesus like, Christ! The guy likes uh-huh. the ultimate popcorn cinema, and it's like Criterion edition. So, anyways, it's funny. Um, so did you watch the Criterion collection of? Yes, uh, fortunately, I still had the. This was like a DVD I've had for like. 15 years or something like that um the movie's a lot of fun and it holds up well i think um and you watch it and it's got all the michael bay tropes mm-hmm. except for when it came out they weren't michael bay tropes 
You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. we'd obviously seen The Rock right. and we'd seen Bad Boys, but not, it not it only was... that too. But you notice in the beginning when all the cars, are, everything's exploding. Like, didn't it feel like the Avengers? Oh, of course, mm-hmm. it's just like, flipping dude, cars, Whedon, right? I mean, yeah. like, dude, Josh Whedon just totally just bit off like Michael Bay. Like, yeah. if you look at the scene; everything looks just like, like you could throw the Avengers in there, and it would totally fit in there. Hmm. Um. And 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 ironically, like you'd pointed out. All the like comedy and characters. That was the that's the best part of this film because the action gets fatiguing after a while. And and I feel like I I noticed this time it felt long and there were a bunch of scenes that I would have cut out. Like the scene where um uh what's his name has to jump the uh, the thing with the rocket boosters, Ben Affleck's character, the armadillo thing, sing. Oh right! Totally cut that shit out. Mm-hmm. You could have saved like four or five minutes. Like it felt like they were like, okay, we just need to work in action every six minutes. And I felt like you should trim the movie to like two hours and five minutes, two hours ten max, and edit out some of those. Um, they they felt like unnecessary suspense builders. Um, that was my pretty much my only issue with the film. Um, was it just kind of runs a little long. Um, but other than that, for me, like this is one of those classics that holds up well. It's fun to watch. It's fucking hilarious. All the characters are great. Obviously, it's ridiculous. There's there's no science behind it. There's you know it's just sheer entertainment. Um. But it works, you know what I mean. So, absolutely. You know that, especially by um, the time that. it came out too. You know what I mean. Oh yeah, fucking a, nineteen ninety eight. The technology uh, was, wasn't as big as it was. I mean, there's no touchscreen. It wasn't like social media. I mean, it was just it's just yeah. this right this right time, this cool time in in movie time too in ninety eight. You know what I mean? Where like Ben Affleck's like a hot stud in the movie, you know, and uh, Bruce Willis mm-hmm. has already been a cool action star, and um, Owen Wilson's doing the comedy relief. Yeah, it's really cool. Was Pearl Harbor before or after this? Oh, it was after. Yeah, yeah, it was three years after. And the special effects, like some of it, some of it's a little cheesy, but oh, for yeah. the most part, it all holds up. Uh-huh. All the obviously, all the practical effects hold up great because it's practical mm-hmm. effects. Um, I always like the line too, where Owen Wilson's like, um, "So what, what do we expect to, yeah, to yeah, kind yeah. of weather condition we see when we get up there?" He starts screwing off all this crazy shit. Okay, so the scariest thing, scariest, scariest land imaginable. Okay, cool. All right, all right. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah. that kind of stuff is Steve Buscemi's fucking amazing. I love when you realize Steve Buscemi's like a fucking brain surgeon. He's like the smartest dude on the planet. And he's like, you know why I did this job? Because the pay is good. <laughs> I get to blow shit up. It's mm-hmm. like, you exactly. know what I mean? It was not to like. Yeah, so... Billy Bob's oh. acting his ass off. I mean, he's like trying to fucking win an Academy Award for playing. <laughs> so, um, Bruce Willis's performance, I thought, is actually one of the worst, like, less, like, his performance is a little stilted or something like that. But, um, um, this is a must see for everybody. Um, yeah, like you said, Michael Clark Duncan's great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody's it's, to shine. It. Yeah, it's it's a shame what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Liv Tyler, obviously they fucking 
it, they flood the movie with her father's music, which is slightly annoying. But um, yeah, you know what do you expect? Um, so yeah, it's like I said, my only complaint. This is a full-on Slater, except they should have trimmed it. I don't know why. And now Bay has like this. I don't know if he gets final cut or they're like yeah just make your movies as long as you want but like every movie he makes is like two and a half hours now what the fuck are you guys there mm-hmm. yeah I'm trying to think what the fuck are we there I think there's a problem okay I thought I lost it <laughs> oh Fonzo got so lost yeah. oh, yeah, yeah yeah I hear you okay yeah, no. To me, the Armageddon yes, it still hold up, man. It's a lot of fun when they get a, get a misfits a, gr- a group together. You know, they're like, "This is the guys you, you you got to save the world." You know, it's like it's crazy to think because when they set them out, let loose to go 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 buck wild, uh, they do, man, and it's fun. Um, uh, it's crazy when you think when you get a movie, you see all these actors in it. Right? They've done a lot of stuff. Like, holy shit, how'd they get everybody? Um, yeah, this one still holds up, man. I love Armageddon, and uh, so I love me some early Michael Bay. It's a very high buy for a dollar for me. Um, one thing I keep thinking about is you mentioned the uh, that armadillo jumping scene, and I thought it worked only because it made their arrival in to you know in the, in the last scene so much more not a last scene but you know in, in the last act so much more powerful like more fun more exciting because if they would have shown them just you know okay they landed twenty miles Probably away or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah and they just drove and the whole mm-hmm. time they were just having a road trip on a, on a meteor on an asteroid. <laughs> You know, it's it's just kind of all right. You know, they're alive, whatever. You know, and they show up. It's like, yeah, they've been out there for a while. You know, whatever. But the fact that they went through something makes it like, yeah, yeah. They, I, like, I was cheering. You know, I felt that that uh, that excitement when they, you know, they finally showed up. That's the only thing um, that I'd say that it, it it worked. Yeah, the the movie was long, um, and if you've seen it a lot of times, I, I could imagine. You know, you can cut certain things out. Yeah, but uh, it's been a while for me, and it, I enjoyed I enjoyed all of it. I mean, the the the, the that action at the uh, the uh, the landing on the asteroid mm-hmm. was all felt very Star Wars ish, you know, just flying through yeah. the asteroid oh, belt, yeah. you know, just flying yeah. around, and um, and it just and it wrecked their shit, you know. That's uh, something they didn't think about. So it was mm-hmm. it was exciting, and um, I enjoyed it. I give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I yeah, know. I abso- I absolutely give it a high dollar. Um what was I gonna say? Um Did you guys hear my, my comment about Michael Bay and all of his movies are two and a half hours long now? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, what is up with that? Is it is Hollywood uh-huh. just like, yeah, just make it whatever the fuck you want? He ain't fucking Steven Spielberg, people. Uh-huh. He makes fucking Transformers movies. <laughs> Produced by Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I don't know. So who's got the homework next week? I do. All right. What do you got? Um, nobody's seen King Kingsman, right? No. I've seen parts of it. I've never finished it. So cool. I'll finally get to finish it. Nice. Kingsman Secret Service. And extra credit. That's you. Me. That's right. <laughs> I was testing y'all. Well, Harley was saying he hadn't seen it before in a long time. He wanted to see it again, so I'm I'm choosing Batman and Robin. Oh shit! <laughs> what are you talking about last week, Harley? Yeah. 
We'll just see. Is it really that terrible? Well, we're about to find out. We'll let you know. I think the last time I saw it, I was an adult, and I thought, holy fuck, this movie is garbage. Yeah. Because because Batman Forever, if I recall, isn't that bad. I mean, it gets a little campy, but I, for some reason I remember it not being that bad. Um, but Batman and Robin, I think they... they Schumacher upped the uh, cheese just that much more. So we'll see. We'll find out next week. This guy hasn't directed a yeah a live action film since 2011. So that concludes another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly rant on all things movies. Episode 265 is in the book. I've been your host, Fonda, saying we write together. Harley, we are together. Bad Boys for Life. Bad Connections for Life. Bad Connections. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs>